0: Welcome to the Spreading Success Podcast, bringing you the best habits, routines, and strategies from the most elite entrepreneurs in the game to help you find your path to success. Now, let's get right into the show.
1: What's up, guys? Welcome back to the Spreading Success Podcast. My name is Ram Raviv, and I am your host. Today, I'm joined by Ilias Anwar. Ilias, how are you doing, man? Doing good, man. What about you? Doing great, man. I had a long day, but I'm ready to get this episode in. For sure, for sure. Let's do it. So for listeners that are not really familiar with you and what you do, can you just kind of give them a little 60-second elevator pitch on what you're currently up to right now?
0: Yeah, for sure. So what I do is I currently own a media company known as The Cloud Cloud. So what we do is we basically cover on everything from hip-hop, pop culture, shirts to celebrities. With that, we've been able to brand into covering concerts and then eventually do our own at the end of this year. I also do digital marketing. I work with brands such as watch companies, a record label to try and help expand their brand and really establish that social media presence that they need.
1: Yeah, man, that's pretty impressive. You know, obviously you're pretty young and you've been able to network with some crazy people and we'll get into that a little bit later. But I want to quickly transition into your early life and how you really got to where you are right now. So, Were you ever an entrepreneur or did you ever have that entrepreneurial mindset in kind of middle school and high school or did it kind of start later on in your life?
0: Oh, for sure. Ever since I was young, me and my friends would always be outside. We'd be selling Pokemon cards. We'd be making lemonade stands. And although it was like 25 cents at the time or you'd be making like a dollar, just the fact that you made that was always so cool to me. And Mm -hmm. so I felt like it was like a little game, if that makes sense.
1: Mm-hmm. yeah one hundred percent. and I mean, obviously being an entrepreneur at such a young age and just having that mindset, you knew straight straight away that you were obviously meant for a lot more than just just you know going to the traditional nine to five and for just for the average person, your surroundings during those early development stages is really crucial to obviously who you are today. So when you officially started your whole cloud cloud and all your media stuff, how were? your parents and the surrounding community? How did they react?
0: Well, to be honest with you, a lot of people took it as a joke. I mean, the name already, the clout clout. The clout has a negative connotation to it and so it was really hard for people to take it seriously in the beginning but over time I was taking it more seriously than others would so you know when people would be clowning me or saying stuff behind my back I would just keep working I would start making a website for it I made a logo for it I started posting every single day and the way that I would talk about it people started to feel that energy and they started feeling the same exact way and so once they saw the success that we would get like after a couple months once we started hitting a thousand followers or five thousand followers slowly people started turning their heads and changing their mind. Yeah,
1: 100%. And through all that beginner development experience, were there any kind of friends that you had to cut off? I know for me personally, when I started this whole podcast and personal brand thing, there were a few friends that just didn't resonate with what I was doing. And you know, I had to say, bye-bye, my goals and my dreams are a lot bigger than that. So did that ever happen for you or not really in that situation?
0: It actually did. It's funny that you said that because all those friends that didn't believe believe in it earlier on actually all hit me up now and they're like, Hmm. congratulations, you're killing it right now. We're so proud of you. And so I think it's really important that in the beginning, you're always going to have those friends that don't believe in you. And if they don't, that's okay. You know, you can just get that tunnel vision and focus on what mm-hmm. you're doing. And you, can, you don't have to essentially cut them off because I kind of just did my own thing for a couple of months. I was still friends with them, but we just wouldn't be hanging out every single day because they weren't supporting what I was doing.
1: Mm-hmm. And obviously, like you said, a lot of people kind of made fun of, especially the name and things like that. So how were your parents... Viewing it in the beginning, were they also making fun of you, or were they kind of supporting you through thick and thin all the way through the beginning?
0: I'm gonna be honest with you, man, they still don't even know what's really going on with it. <laughs> um, they didn't really take it seriously until a couple months ago when a Richmond newspaper actually covered an article on me and yes. the whole thing. And then once they saw it on that, it was kind of like, oh, okay, damn, maybe this is something because you know. The social media to them and all that it's like kind of hard for them to understand they're a little bit on the older side mm-hmm. so they're just getting used to it they just got phones a couple years ago mm-hmm. and it's cool to just see like after how they react after they saw the newspaper article
1: mm-hmm. yeah 100% so I want to quickly talk about how you actually got into the cloud club because that is something that when I saw what you were doing obviously I messaged you I'm like I need to learn more about this guy what he's doing because mm-hmm. from the entrepreneurs that are around me in my circle and on Instagram I don't see a lot of people doing what you're doing. And that's another reason why I wanted to have you on the episode, you know, talk about something that's not just the traditional, you know, drop shipping podcasting, e commerce. So can you talk a little bit about just how you got into it how you found out
0: about it and things like that yeah for sure so this is something I personally love I've always wanted to be like a rapper but I never had the talent Mm -hmm. and I'm not the one to put myself out there and put out a track that I know is not gonna be good Mm -hmm. but what I was able to do really well was just find talent so people like trippy rad little skies juice world on our old website before we took it down I wrote articles before they all blew up I was really into the underground scene and I just loved being surrounded in that kind of atmosphere I could talk about hip-hop for days and what I'm trying to do now is really expand my horizon and learn about other genres of music just so i could be a little bit more credible
1: mm-hmm. yeah 100 percent. and man in terms of credibility i've seen you grow i don't even remember when i first started looking at your page you were at like maybe like 17 K or whatever. And now you're already blown to 24. And it really was not that long ago. Some people struggle to grow their accounts to even a few thousand. So can Mm -hmm. you talk a little bit about how you were able to do that and any tips to grow your brand, not only a personal brand, but a brand in general on things like Instagram and YouTube.
0: Mm -hmm. So one thing that I think is really important is to get other people just as excited about what you're doing. So I've been blessed to be able to have myself surrounded with a team. So now we have around 10 people thinking about this brand every single day. So they're, We have people now that work on the Instagram page and people that work on the Twitter page. And so it doesn't even have to be somebody that you hire. It could just be a friend who wants to help you with what you're doing. Mm -hmm. And then another big point is to constantly post every single day. I know a lot of people brought this up when me and you first met at NetCon we were looking at the public speakers. And one thing they all said was to have content out. If you want to build a brand on social media, you need to be on there every single second. You need to post a story every single day. You need to be posting at least once a day. If you can do it five or six times a day, do it. If you can't, that's okay. But there's a cheat code with that. You could download this app called app fee, which lets you schedule posts. Mm-hmm. So let's say the night before I'm up at two in the morning and I'm going to be working all day tomorrow. Well, what I can do is find all the content that I need, schedule one post for an 9am one for 11 one for 3pm one for five and then you still have those posts going out there and you're not really doing much
1: and in terms of instagram growth itself do you believe in things like i don't know if you guys are familiar with something called exm mafia which is kind of like a blown up engagement group and things like that do you believe in that or have you ever used something like that to kind of grow your account in the beginning
0: To be honest with you, I don't think those engagement groups work really well. In the beginning, however, that's kind of our whole premise. Like we were using engagement groups, trying to get with these other brands to try and get us up on the explore page Mm -hmm. and mess with the Instagram algorithm so our posts would show up more because the more comments you have on a post, that single post is going to be shown to more of your followers yeah, and then yeah. it will get more likes.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. And through the Instagram itself, man, I've seen on your stories, not only your personal, but your actual, the cloud cloud story that you've been able to network with some crazy names, man. The list just goes on forever. So how are you able to connect with them? Like what, what did you do? To, for them to talk to you rather than someone else?
0: So what we usually do is we will first DM them. After we DM them, we try and like every single one of their pictures. And after you do that, you try and comment on their three most recent pictures. So when, when you're doing that, when the person goes on their notifications, they're going to have to scroll down at least for like a good ten seconds in order to not see your name. So if these people aren't hitting you up in the first place, you want them to go and see your name regardless. You you can't just sit around there and not do anything about it. You kinda mm. have to go for that chase. And if they don't wanna if they don't wanna hit you up, you gotta change their mind and make them.
1: Exactly. And has that that liking picture that liking method for your most recent pictures and things like that, is that the method that you still use to this day or because you're a little bit more established, more celebrities want to hit you up and things like that?
0: Well recently we've been blessed as of the past couple of weeks people have actually been starting to hit (laughs) us up and one thing we also do this may be a little bit off track but like for the promotion aspect of it one way that we make money is like promoting soundcloud rappers and so what We do that by putting in our bio DM for promotion. And then when rappers go on our page, they know, oh, I can DM this person for promotion. So sometimes Mm -hmm. like these bigger artists, like we've had Holy God, the guy with the funny neck, we've had, they've hit us up for promotion, Kush Poppy, just because they've seen it in our bio. And those aren't people that we hit up on our own. Those are big names that came to us because they see our posts on the explore page. Then they look in our bio. Oh, you can DM for promotion.
1: Yeah, that's crazy. I mean, I've been following your your content for a little bit of a while now since Netcom, which is in April. And I've, I've kind of stalked it a little bit and I've kind of noticed you guys have a very distinct style of your post that I've never yeah. seen anywhere else. It's where you have that first kind of thumbnail image and then um, you swipe to the left and then there's another image which kind of goes more into detail about the recent headlines. So can you, you talk a little bit about how you actually set that up, how you came up with the idea and things like that?
0: Um, so we came up with that because we were looking at this Instagram post, and it was like one of those entrepreneur tip, you know, those stuff you see on your explore page, right? Yeah. Like those entrepreneur tip Instagram pages. And one of them was talking about the psychology of color and how it helps with branding. And Mm. so one thing that I saw was that pink was a color that really sticks out. And if you go on your Instagram feed, you're never going to see pink. Like usually if you're a guy, you're not going to see a lot of pink on your Instagram (laughs) feed. And so then they also talked about how red was the color of power. And so I thought, what if we mix those two colors together? And once you scroll down your Instagram feed, that's really going to pop. And so we had the pink essentially just so it would look a little bit more appealing to people. And when you look on your feed, you're not going to see that. And then we did the slide feature because we used to have videos up and we figured you need to change your brand constantly in order for people to be engaged. You Mm -hmm. need to have that factor of unpredictability, but you need to also be predictable at the same time. So sometimes you need to change up your posts just so people aren't bored of it. You know, Mm -hmm. there's always going to be the next best thing. Somebody is going to make something better than you. There's going to be a media page better than us that's reporting better than us. But if we're constantly adapting to our environment, then we can keep up with that And so essentially we got that idea because I was looking at a meme page and I saw that they had that slide feature And I thought why why can't we incorporate this into ours?
1: And I mean that really looks like it takes a lot of work and detail graphic designers and stuff And obviously you're kind of running the show there. So could you talk about a day in the life of what you do? What does it really take to run a media page on instagram?
0: So what you need to do is make sure that you're always on top of everything. So we can't just post regular content. We need to stay up to date with the news. So we look at some of the top three brands that try and get the news out there, which is Complex, Worldstar, and then we also take a look at No Jumper. And so we're constantly rotating through their pages. We're looking at articles online because the quicker you report news, the more engagement you're gonna get because as soon as that incident happens, people are gonna be looking it up under an Instagram hashtag. For example, let's say, Drake just bought a new car and somebody wants to know more about it, they're going to immediately go to Instagram, type in hashtag Drake, and then they're able to look under the recents and look at all the posts. And if we're able to do that within the first 10 minutes, then we're going to get more engagement than we would if we posted it two or four hours later.
1: Mm -hmm. And how hard is it to really keep up with all the news things and post it right away? Because obviously I know Worldstar and all those stuff, they have hundreds of people managing their stuff. Obviously you're only 10 people. So how difficult is it to really get on the nail on exactly? Exactly when things happen
0: so eventually like I said like I'll just be living my regular life going around doing everything and I get a notification on my phone from people that they call tipsters so what tipsters are just regular people who send in news to big media companies and so we stay on top of that by our direct messages so we're constantly looking through that and people will send us news exactly as it happens hmm
1: and then obviously as you continue to grow, which you have been growing pretty consistently now, you'll definitely be having more people and adding more people to the team. So what are your future plans for the cloud cloud? Where do you see it in five, 10 years? And what do you, trying to expand on right now.
0: Right now we're really focusing on concerts. We've just been able to add a new team member named Elmira. She's a she's a rock star. She's literally had concerts with Travis Scott that she had booked all the way down Tory Lane's. And ever since we've had her added onto our team, we were able to get the Da Baby concert as well. And then we've been a part of this entrepreneurship program, a part of the school that I go to. I'm currently a junior in college and we had this program called the PreX program where we were able to fight for investment money. And so They gave us some money to throw our own official concert at the end of the year. So we're gonna see how that goes. After that, we're gonna focus on throwing more events, like networking events for not only entrepreneurs, but for creatives, people who make music, Producers, whether it's somebody who's in the music business, we just want to bridge that gap between music and entrepreneurship because you don't see it a lot. Mm
1: -hmm. Yeah, that's kind of a niche that a lot of people are not taking advantage of. And in terms of that concert, I will definitely be getting an invite and I will definitely be attending that whenever that is. Yeah, yeah, bro. Definitely. And I'll definitely take part in that. But I wanted to quickly talk about how to stay laser focused because like you said, you have to, in terms of even the content itself, you have to really, you can't just be exploring different things. You have to stay focused. And obviously, like you said, you started this a few years ago. So in terms of for myself, I obviously go from business to business because I haven't really found my true passion yet. But even through the news article that I saw about you that you sent to me, you really seem like, you know, you've really been about this since you were born, since you were young, just having that passion for music and entrepreneurship. So how were you able to stay focused on one thing and clearly didn't, It wasn't always the cloud cloud that it is today. So how are you staying consistent with that?
0: So what I do is I incorporate everything that I do into the cloud cloud. If I go to the gym, I see somebody that I know, I'm like, hey, have you heard about my page? Have you heard about what we're doing? I let every single person that I meet know about it. If I even go to a job interview, I'll tell them about this. I make sure that like my whole life is all about this. I know that may not be healthy, Mm -hmm. but it works. And like it shows how passionate I am and people take me a lot more seriously now because in the beginning when I had first started, or I had first started, it like a year and a half ago, I wasn't that serious about it. Like when people would ask me about it, I would kind of stay quiet. Mm-hmm. And I was, I was really shy to go in and like express my love for this brand. And so as I've seen my confidence and the way that I act about this brand go up, I've seen other people react differently too, because they're like, Hey, if he takes it so seriously, maybe this really will go somewhere one day.
1: Yeah, exactly, man. And in terms of the whole legitimacy thing, and obviously you said you've been able to network with some crazy people. Like I said, the list goes on, but has anyone ever kind of shut you down because of your age? And this is something that I ask a lot of the younger uh, guests that I have on. And it's something that a few people say, kind of impacts me. And some say, you know, it doesn't matter as long as I'm an expert and I know what I'm doing, then they trust me.
0: Man, I could lie to you and say that it doesn't, but it (laughs) really bothers me because people really do treat you differently based on your age. So we've talked to multiple people about concerts and trying to cover it for them or to go in person through our own. You know, sometimes people don't take it seriously just because they see like a 20 year old kid. Mm -hmm. And then my business partner, Elmira, who's just a girl, you know, we can say that, you know men and women are equal, but at the end of the day, if you see like a 20 year old and a girl, you're probably not gonna take that seriously. I hate to say it, but it's true. And I I think that's what makes us work so hard because we know that people don't take us seriously. And at the end of the day, actions speak louder than words. When we want to make people eat those words if they don't believe in us.
1: Yeah, exactly. And you guys kind of have to fight double as and work double as hard because some people that are older and are more established, they have it a lot easier. So you guys, yeah. Even though you're only 10 people, you're still kind of able to compete in the same kind of realm as, you know, the World Star Complex, getting big names. It's not like you guys are just getting small names here and there. You guys are getting big names on there. And like I said, it's very impressive. Obviously, only a year and a half, like you said, just crazy stuff. And I'm honestly, I'm really honored that you were obviously able to come on here and talk a little bit, a bit about your journey. So just a final little thought. Where do you see the whole media Instagram page industry headed in the next few years? Because obviously Instagram is popping right now, but as we all know, nothing lasts forever. So mm-hmm. what do you think is gonna happen in kind of the world star, the cloud cloud kind of industry and those kind of companies?
0: To be honest with you, I think it's becoming a little bit oversaturated around a year ago. If you were to post any of this kind of stuff, there wasn't a lot of competition. So you were getting more engagement. And so what we're trying to do is to venture into other things like posting concerts or to go on Twitter. So the advice that I would give to anybody listening who has something similar to what we're doing, you need to venture out. You can't be one dimensional. You can't just be an Instagram page, start a podcast, start going to events, start trying to cover those events and use your brand and get that leverage that you need. So then one day you can take it to something bigger than just an Instagram page.
1: Mm -hmm. And obviously, like you mentioned earlier about your upbringing, you were always into the whole entrepreneurship thing with selling lemonade and things like that. So what would be your one final piece of advice that you would give to someone who is maybe in the younger audience and was in a similar situation, had that passion for entrepreneurship, but might be scared or might not know exactly what they want to do? What would be your one piece of advice if they wanted to do something like what you're doing right now?
0: I'd say, honestly, just go out and start an Instagram page. It could be on anything. Even if you, like, let's say you're really into skateboarding, start a skateboarding blog page. You could just post really cool pictures about like Tony Hawk. You could post it about anybody or anything that you like, just post something out there. Stop being a consumer of content, start becoming a producer. Because Mm -hmm. the more and more that you start putting out there, the more recognition you're gonna get regardless, it's inevitable. If I have like a million posts out on Instagram, I have a higher chance of getting recognized than a person who only has one post on Instagram. Mm -hmm. So I'd say just find whatever you like. You know, with being an entrepreneur, if you're like a skateboarder, right? It's kind of hard for you to just go out and start a skate brand, but what you can do is start like a skateboarding page. And then eventually skateboarders will pay you money to just post their clips on your story or your posts. So I'd just say start as soon as you can, and the younger the better.
1: Yeah, and that's really like like we mentioned about personal branding and just building out your brand and just being different. People really pay Once you've developed yourself and once you put your name out there, people will pay. And honestly, at times, the personal brand can be a business of its own once you play your cards right. Exactly. So man, thank you for hopping on the podcast. Great episode. A lot of value dropped, especially for people looking to do what you do. Media, a lot of the media stuff is really what's popping right now. So for a final thought, where can people find more value? The Cloud Cloud, your Instagram, just kind of plug all them out right now so they can hit you up or uh, ask you any questions.
0: Okay, for sure. If you guys have any questions, make sure to go ahead and DM me on Instagram at I-L-I-A-S-A-N-W-A-R-1. If you want to go ahead and follow our actual brand, It's T-H-E, clout, Cloud, And then if you guys have any questions that you really want to get my attention for, just go ahead and email me at the contact at Mm gmail.com.
1: 100% and we'll definitely keep in touch, probably go live and do a little Q&A session for anyone who has any more questions. For sure, man. I love this podcast. Thank you so much. All right, man. Thank you. See you guys on the next episode.